changing minds one thought Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online Empowering Women series. It's a beautiful evening here in New Jersey. How are you doing, Akina, over there in Nashville? Oh, I'm great. Everything is wonderful. Uh, how was your trip? It was amazing. You know, I had so many amazing breakthroughs, and it's just when you do something that you really just love and are passionate about, sometimes you just know you're supposed to be somewhere, and just get there, go do it, and we're going to be talking about a conference on our call actually later today, too, and, you know, I'm just going to invite you to jump right onto that, and it's just, you know, amazing when you really just put your your desires and your passions first, and you really just look at, you know, take all your considerations, throw them away, and just know you are worth being where you need to be. Um, in order to really grow your life and your business. And, you know, one of those places is on our calls. And whether or not you're listening to this live, welcome. If you're listening in podcast mode, thank you for doing so. I want to acknowledge you for taking 30 minutes out of your day um, to just work on yourself and really grow as a person. And I know that, you know, this call is going to add a lot of value to you. So tonight we have an amazing person on the call tonight. She is the CEO and founder of Aiming High. She's an author, a transformation coach, an international speaker, and the host of the amazing I Am Woman conference in 2015 this year. This person has also mentored one of my coaches, so she's the coach's coach, uh, Miss Sylvia High. Sylvia, it's amazing to have you on the show tonight. Welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be here. I'm excited to be here. Very yeah, well, excited. We are excited to have you. You know, I've heard that when it comes to transformation and just reaching, you know, past your your limiting beliefs and just to the, your highest possible self, that you are the person to speak to and that you are the person to get advice from. So I'm just going to open this call up to you and just ask you, you know, just to give us some, um, some kind of light today on, on how you really just get past those limiting beliefs and really aim for the stars. Well, I think the first thing is to understand one particular thing. I've said it for so many years that we as human beings are unlimited. That each morning when we wake up, you know what we are? We are a possibility. And the other gift that we have each morning when we wake up is the gift of, and when we combine those two things together, not like a concept, but like a reality, the fact that I each morning am a possibility, and I have the power of choice each day, that really takes all the limitations off. And then the other thing I think is important is uh, Pharrell now is saying it in his happy song. The happy song is beautiful and amazing, but I was speaking with Lisa the other week. The best line in that entire song is that we are a room without a roof, that we're the only one that puts limits on ourselves. You cannot put a roof on yourself. It's completely up to us. So like owning that, not conceptually, but really the fact that you and I are unlimited. And the, and the second thing I would say is to be clear that our past does not have to dictate our future. Absolutely. It has nothing to say about it unless we give it permission. Wow. I love that. You know, making sure that you give it permission. I think that that is so awesome. So, how do you yeah. go about that when you're telling your uh, clients? How do you, what's the first step to giving it permission? 
Well, you don't want to give it permission. We don't want to give our past permission to have anything to say about our future, unless it's positive things or empowering things, right? Uh, and here's what I know for sure. Whatever we focus on is what becomes the biggest, and that's where your power or lack of power will be. So if we focus on uh, what's working, then those are the things that we'll tend to wake up thinking about. It was focusing on what's missing and what's not working, that's where our focus will be. But a real fundamental piece that I think is critical is to look at the results in your life. So we say in my work, water is wet, rocks are hard. Everything else is a story. So what we want to do is look at the results in our lives. And our results, any patterns that we see in terms of results, you want to go, hmm, why am I consistently creating these results? You want to look at the results that we're happy about? Okay, what was the fundamental belief that I had about myself or about the situation and had those results be a reality? And then when we look at results that are not so great, we want to look at what's the fundamental belief I had about this situation or about myself that led to these results. If we can stick with that, that keeps us out of a lot of swirl, you know, based on results, what am, what am I thinking about, what are my beliefs, what am I committed to? I love how you're talking what? about that. It's really a results-based analysis. You know, so many people I hear talk about, you know, doing affirmations every day and really just doing the meditation and reading the books and attending the workshops and seminars but they're not getting the results that they're looking for. And they're really sitting and they're saying, well, what's not working? And, you know, mm. I was one of those people. And, you know, for me, my transformation, I mean, I was, I was making huge gains and huge strides in some aspects of my life, but I was lacking in other areas. I had abundance in many areas and scarcity in some. And for me, it was um, income, changing my income, you know, holding on to that scarcity mentality and beliefs that I had in the past. And it wasn't until I really, truly released them that the results started to show up. So what would you say to somebody in my predicament? They're sitting here and saying, hey, you know what, I'm doing the work, but they're not really seeing the results yet in, in all areas, or maybe they're stuck in a single area. What advice could you give that person? Because I know there's so many women in that scenario listening in tonight. Okay, so there's a couple things, and it's in the nuances. It's not so much in the obvious things. You know, so many things that we can clearly see, we want to take that extra um, step, go a little bit deeper. So if I have, I've been going at it, going at it, going at it, and I am not getting the results. No matter how much we don't want to believe this, it is directly related to a belief that you have about it. So sometimes we can speak it, but do you really believe it? And this is where my breakdown was. I was a master at affirming and speaking the positive, but there was that inkling of doubt about who I was in the matter. In my case, I didn't feel like I was enough. You know, I was inside a historical conversation, this little African-American black girl from West Palm Beach, Florida. How could I think I could be an international facilitator and, you know, make lots and lots of money and impact millions of people? Now, I had all the right affirmations. I was taking all the right steps. But who I was being, in other words, how I was showing up when I was making those steps, was not a powerful person. 
you know, because that underlying belief that I wasn't enough and I wasn't worthy was overarching the spirit of who I was being and how I was showing up and really ultimately what I was expecting. So what you're seeking has to align with what you believe and what you're expecting. And, of course, your actions have to align also. Some of those things are usually out of order. We may speak it, but then our actions are out of alignment. Or we may speak it, but we really don't believe it. And so then if we don't believe it, we're not able to be it. We're not able to own it. And when that alignment is not there, that people are scratching their heads wondering what it is. But it's usually in one of those three areas, three or four areas. They all have to be aligned in order to really have it turn out. Well, I thought that that is so powerful because, you know, um, uh, coaches, we uh, speak on the breakthrough. And I would love to hear your breakthrough uh, when you became, you know, fully aligned because there's a lot of people out there that are either on one side or the other. Can you tell us about your breakthrough and when you became fully aligned to be the person that you are now? Yeah, I can remember it like it was yesterday. So for years, I start, I finished college, and I pretty much was groomed by my parents, the era, my environment, that you're going to finish high school, you're going to go to college, and you're going to get a good job working for one of those Fortune 100, 500 companies. So that's exactly what I did. And I would get these great jobs. I had the gifts and talents. I would perform well for the first six months, seventh month, eighth month, something would start to happen. Ninth month, I would get disillusioned. Within a year to 18 months, I would usually quit or get fired, right? And uh, the first round, it seemed like, oh, it was the company. It was the job. It was the expectations. It was the boss. Then I got a new job. Same pattern. Then yet another job. So over three jobs, over a six-year period, and my spirit was in pain because I was like, what is wrong with me, which is the wrong question. What's the matter with me? Wrong question. Why do I keep doing the same thing? Not a good question. Part of what we need to do, we ask ourselves, low-yielding questions are going to get you low-yielding answers. And then I ask myself the right question. You know, what is up with this pattern? Why do I keep repeating this pattern? What's missing for me? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And when I stopped, I'll never forget it. I lived in Seattle, Washington. I feel like I cried so much that day that I actually filled up Lake Washington. But once I was able to identify that I was out of alignment with my spirit and my purpose, that was the beginning. But it wasn't until I asked the right question. What's wrong with me? Uh, what, you know, why do I keep doing the same thing over and over? I can't believe I keep doing that. No insight in that. But if you ask what's working, what's not working, what are the patterns, what's underneath the patterns, you know, what is it that my heart desire, that began to give me some light at the end of the tunnel. And from there, I made a really critical decision. I said, that's it. I'm not going to do what I always do. So I would quit the job and go get a better job, making more money with a better company car. And that's one of the things that I do think is critical. You have to stop and be willing to be different and do different to get something different. 
whereas I wanted it to be different, but I kept repeating the same thing, quitting and getting a new job, quitting and getting a new job. Sometimes you just got to stop and really take an honest, deep, introspective look at ourselves and take responsibility. See, I didn't take responsibility. I had it that it was the boss. It was the company. It was the job. It was everybody but me. But I was the common denominator in the equation. And when I got that, wow. And when I was willing to sit in that and not make myself wrong for that. That's the other thing. We need to give ourselves more grace. We don't allow ourselves to evolve as human beings. We have this belief that there's this perfect human being. Everything that's great about me now came through the challenge. And that's true for most people, you know. So kill the illusion that you're perfect, but we are amazing and powerful and perfect in our imperfections. If we can begin to get that, then we're able to create create our lives. I know I said a lot. <laughs> no, that's really, it's amazing. It's really powerful. You know, I'm a person who just believes so strongly in taking responsibility for everything there, everything you've done and everything where you are, you know, just choosing to own it. And I love it. And a lot of times people will say, well, why should I blame, you know, myself for this? It wasn't my fault. And they look at it as disempowering. But the truth is it's so empowering to accept responsibility, you know, because mm-hmm. you have the power to change it. When you get the fact that you've created everything that you exist in your life now, that it's a product mm-hmm. of your choices and your decisions, and it has nothing to do with anybody else, nothing to do with what's happened to you, it just gives you this extraordinary sense of power to go ahead and change it. And I love it. And for me, I think that single realization is one of the biggest contributing factors to my success over the last couple of years and how I've really been able to pick up and turn my life around. And do you think you could speak a little bit about that? Yeah, here's the distinction that I think is critical. Most people collapse blame with responsibility. So we start blaming ourselves, you know, berating ourselves, beating ourselves down about whatever choices we've made. The truth is when we know better, we do better. And we judge ourselves with wisdom that we didn't have at the time. Or we're judging ourselves with the wisdom that we want to have that we don't yet have. So it creates this cycle of berating and beating down and punishing and self-abuse. That's very different than responsibility. That's blame, shame, like that guilt. Nothing good comes out of that ever, ever, ever. They're some of the greatest robbers of our vitality is blame, guilt, shame. None of that works. Responsibility is this, using your power and ability to respond. Simple things. You're in that meeting. You have a great idea, and you think to yourself, wow, but then you don't speak up. Ten minutes later, someone else says the exact same thing that you thought of, and they now get all the credit. Well, you didn't use your power and ability to respond. You diminished yourself. You were unwilling to step into it. Um, There's so many ways that we don't use our, you know, somebody say something. You're with a friend. You You have a different or opposing point of view. But for whatever reason, you look up to them, and you don't really share authentically how you feel. And every time we don't take responsibility, i.e. use our power and ability to respond honestly about how we feel and what we think, either if it's just in self-reflection 
purpose or if it's with other people, we diminish ourselves. And I think that's critical and not to collapse that we're blaming ourselves. You know, that makes perfect sense. You know, a lot of times people think uh, those two are the same. And when they realize that they're different, you know, that's when a lot of the breakthrough happens. You know, we um, we tend to try to blame ourselves a lot and, uh, you know, go towards the negative. But as soon as we start uh, changing our mindset to positive, that's when the true victory begins, you know. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes, you know, and a lot of people don't know that it's really just that easy as far as you believing in yourself and changing your mindset to the point where you can really, the sky's the limit and beyond, you know, as I, as I always say, you know, and it's just that easy. So how, mm-hmm. when you're working with uh, your clients or what have you, are you doing your speeches and you're speaking to women who are right on the cusp of that uh, breakthrough? What do you? What would you say to them to really just take them over the top? I think this is key. This right here is to get clear about your vision, with like crystal clear, like bring it alive in HD, so that it is vibrant, and and that's regardless of your circumstances, your finances, or whatever is missing. Just get clear. You know, it's an overused question right now, but not any less powerful. What would I attempt if I knew I couldn't fail? And whatever that answer is, that's what you should do. That's absolutely what you should do. And then the next thing, once that vision is clear, what you want to do is feed that vision daily, just like you would feed a child or a plant. You've got to nourish it. You have to feed it. So I'm very, very rigorous about what I say about my vision, what who I speak to about my vision. What are you saying when you're talking about your vision? What are you, who are you speaking to when you talk about your vision? You know, we are always one conversation away from transformation. And so what you want to look is what I'm saying, what is that transforming me to, and what is what I'm saying transform, transforming me from. And I think that's critical. Feed that vision every day like a living organism until it takes life and takes flight and is manifesting in your life. And you don't stop until that happens. And the second thing is don't think that you can be all things at all times. That was a big piece for me is to learn to find my champions and to be willing to let somebody be the wind under my wings when I'm feeling wobbly, when I'm feeling vulnerable, when I'm not so inspired. Mm, yeah, that's that's really powerful. You know, we are all going to have one of those moments. And, you know, Akina and, and, and I, you know, we, we both have those moments all the time. And, you know, we're very open and honest on this call that for us, we're so clear in what our vision is for this company that, you know, no matter what, when neither one of us doesn't feel like it, like getting on a call or maybe, you know, something, sometimes things are going on for us and we'll have a call schedule. We won't really want to do it or, you know, we're not feeling that affirmation that we're putting on to the, the post for you guys and for us. And, you know, but we, we're so clear to what we're committed to and our vision is so strong as a, as a company, as a partnership. 
that, you know, we, we have it on our site. We talk about it in all of our meetings. But he and I are always talking about how are we making our vision come true. And it's amazing when you really are grounded in your purpose, you know, you're grounded in your vision. And we talk about this a lot. Our calls about our prisoner, one of our, um, the, it's, you know, what we're so passionate about, one of the most kind of listened to calls. But, you know, we're so clear in it and having that other person. So Keenan and I are partners, and it's amazing that there's days where I just need to go to Keenan and say, Keenan, like, you know, I need, I need support. You know, I need you, to, I need you to help me stay grounded in my vision and what I'm committed to creating. And yep. there are times where she does the same for me, and it's amazing Absolutely. to have that person. And what I love mm-hmm. about partnerships, and this is that you know that you're never alone in the world. You know that no matter what, that there, you're someone that's committed to those things too. So I love to be part of groups, whether or not it's a mastermind group or whether or not it's a friendship and you, or a business partnership like Akeen mm-hmm. and I have. You know, to have mm-hmm. someone who's committed to the same values and vision that you have, it's so much more powerful. And even if we study and we, I, we, we understand energetically what it means to, for more than one person to uplift the same intention and hold the same intention in their hearts energetically, the amount of, you know, the strength that we have and just being so powerful and attracting what's required to create it. But it is, there's nothing better than really having a like-minded partnership. Would you agree? Yep. Absolutely. There's synergy in it, in it, is power in it, and uh, I can't, it's it's underrated. It took a lot for me because we're taught, we have a poor definition of what it means to be strong. You know when I became strong is when I became vulnerable, and you know when I became powerful is when I became vulnerable, and you know when I became courageous is when I became vulnerable. When I could say, hey, I need help. Hey, I have this vision, but I I have this part, but I don't know this part. You know, and then let me tell you, teamwork makes the dream work. You know, and I could only grow my business to a certain level by myself and with one or two people helping me. You know, you do want the right team, but it takes teamwork to have it happen. The bigger the vision, the more powerful the team needs to be. But great leaders are willing to own who they are, and they're willing to own who they're not. And so many of us don't have that piece down. We think we got to be everything, and we won't, you know, own the things that are not our strength. I own what are not my strengths as well as my strengths. And my effectiveness has gone up exponentially in my willingness to own what are not my strengths. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing. There is, I love how you're talking about vulnerability. And for me, that's really where my source of power comes from, too. And, and to be honest and, and, you know, authentic, right, it's a place that I still have to choose to come from, right? It's not my go-to. Being vulnerable is not my go-to. It's still mm-hmm. a part of my ego. I, I'm surrendering and in the process of surrendering. And I do pray every day, Lord, help me to be more vulnerable because I know that, that authenticity <laughs> is my source of power. And when I'm going to really be able to help people and uplift mm-hmm. people is not when I'm pretending that I have everything figured out, pretending I have everything together because I don't have everything together. You know, and Akina, we, we come on this podcast and tell you all the time that we don't have it all figured out, and we've taken you on our journey of transformation. I mean, Akeen and I have both moved. We both are making career changes. We've both um, done a lot, and you know, in, in since we've 
been doing this podcast and we've told you guys that we're taking you on this journey with us, but we are not, you know, we don't necessarily have it all figured out. And that's why we bring on amazing guests like Sylvia on our show in order to really um, to support you. And it's just, it, there really is so much power in being vulnerable. And time and time again, I just, I was at this amazing conference this weekend and I just heard these speakers and it's the people who are vulnerable, but those are the people that you're connecting to. Those are the people that are really reaching um, off, you know, audiences. And if you want to really inspire people, you can have achievements in business without really being your true authentic self and being vulnerable and being powerful. But, you know, if you want to have the power to inspire others, that's when you really need to take a yep. look at yourself. Exactly. Because what it says to other people, it's okay to be you. It empowers the authentic self. When we're authentic, it empowers other people's authentic self. It's key. And, us, and you know what else vulnerability gives you access to? It's staying relevant. One of my personal goals is to live to the rightful age of 100 plus, but to never get old. To age, but not get old. And the way to do that is to be vulnerable and to be intentional about updating, learning, so if you're committed to learning, you're going to always find yourself like you're a master in one area, but you also got to be willing to be a learner in the areas where you're not a master. The world is forever changing. Transformation is a journey and not a destination. That's what has me so excited about this conference because so many of us as women, we just morphed into women, if you will. We woke up one day and chronologically we were women. but very few of us have ever declared or decided who am I as woman with a little bit of our mothers, a little bit of our grandmothers, a little bit of our heartaches, a little bit of our successes. What we're going to have the opportunity to do is and get off of the merry-go-round of life first and discover what are some of the hidden beliefs that you have that is limiting about woman. I didn't think I had any because I love being a woman. And then as I begin to dig a little deeper, I was able to see, I walk around with a belief that I say all the time that sounded so cute. I'm a girly girl. I had not really looked to see what was underneath that comment, I'm a girly girl. So I had women in a particular box. I had men in a particular box. I had that I was only strong enough to do certain things. By uncovering that, then now I'm able to define for myself, who am I as woman today, this woman? powerful, talented, gifted, and so we'll create our own definitions of woman. I am woman and I am, bold, innovative, creator, a lover of God. Who are you as a woman today? And that context needs to be powerful enough to take you to your immediate what's next and any dream that you should have in the future. And that should be one of the key catalysts of how we move through the world us self-defining, given who we are now and given where we're headed. And really it gives you the opportunity to create your future from your future versus creating your future in reaction to your past, in reaction to what you don't want, in reaction to what you don't want to happen again, really creating your future from the future. And that's so, that's so much of what I'm so excited about. How do we have, what's the five keys to a five-star relationship? And imagine if a part of your lifestyle was to be intentional 
about embracing the art and skill of reinventing yourself as a way of life versus in reaction to life events. So it's just so much. I love life. I love, it's just so rich. It's so unlimited. It's such a gift, right? And I just believe we should make the most of this gift called life. One of my fundamental beliefs is every morning I tell myself and I tell others to say, you know, good morning, I'm Sylvia High, and I am a contribution. Live your life owning the fact that you're a contribution. Don't compare. Don't compete. Because when we compare, we're always going to come up short. And when we compete, it's exhausting. But when we live inside of the fact that we are a gift and we came to contribute uniquely, and allow our humanity to grow and to learn, uh, to be a learner and a teacher. You know, the greatest enemy to learning is what you already know, doubts that it's not okay not to know. And I think it's quite the opposite. It's a gift to really realize, you know what I do know? There is so much that I don't know. I see coaches make this mistake all the time. They get in the habit of no longer being in the inquiry they ask questions waiting to give the coaching when really a great coach knows that they don't know and they don't know until they do an adequate inquiry so that they can actually meet the person where they are to support them in that moment versus pre-deciding based on old wisdom or last conversation you had an hour ago. It's just so much that it takes and that's so much that's available to live the extraordinary but it's available for all of us at all times. Wow, that's amazing. You know, I could hear you um, talk about this forever. And, you know, if I if I am not <laughs> running this weekend, I am going to be at that conference. I want to make this dec- that declaration, although we are entering my primary reigning season. And um, one of my my big dreams um, is to run 30 marathons on my, by my 30th birthday. Um, and I started at the, uh, you know, at the age of 29. So I have a lot of marathons to run, and we are entering the primary running season for me. But if anyone wants to attend that conference, can you just give them a little bit of information on where they can find it? Yes, the a website is IamWoman2015.com. IamWoman2015.com. It's in Atlanta, September 26th and 27th at the Marriott Perimeter, and uh, you can also find me at aiminghighinc.com. Aiming, like you're pointing at something, A-I-M-I-N-G, high, H-I-G-H, inc, I-N-C.com. But it's going to be a game changer. It's, I mean, it just is an ultimate girlfriend weekend with a purpose. Everyone will leave with their personal roadmap. So it's not a conference as people know it where it's just panels and people talking to you, we will actually do a tremendous amount of in-depth discovery work so everybody leads with their own roadmap to their what's next. So IamWoman2015.com. Well, it sounds like it's going to be an amazing experience. Um, thank you so much, Sylvia, for being so authentic and vulnerable tonight on the show. And I know that by doing so, you've really just touched our audience. And I'm so grateful for you, for you and for everyone who's listened in tonight. I appreciate you all. Keep doing the good work. Thank you. Akina, is there anything you want to add before we close our show down tonight? Oh, certainly. First off, thank you so much, Sylvia, for coming on. It's a pleasure to meet you. 
I'm uh, about three hours away from Atlanta, so I'm, and that is my birthday weekend, so I might have to come down there and visit you for that conference. Well, it's a birthday weekend. We might, we might both need to be down there celebrating. <laughs> It'll be your best birthday yet, I can promise you, all right? <laughs> oh, right. All right. Okay. Uh, so it's some, yeah, so it's something that Sylvia said today that resonated with you. Please find the show on changingmindsonline.com. We're also on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Tuned In, and of course YouTube. All right. Well, on that note, everyone, you know, we always end our shows the same way. You know, we love you. We are so grateful for you. We want to acknowledge you for taking time out in your life and your productive life to really just be part of, allow us to be part of your journey. We are so grateful. You know, God bless. Make it a really powerful week, and we are excited to be with you on Sunday night for our inspirational call. Have a great evening, everyone. Good night, and thank you again, everyone. Good night, everyone.